Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. President Trump has handily won the Iowa caucuses, trouncing the competition in what can only be described as a blowout. Still, numbers are coming in. But boy, I think this was the fastest call for an Iowa caucus in modern times. Uh, The doors literally opened. They went and cast their vote. And almost within minutes, President Trump was declared the clear, clear winner. And now we are still waiting to see some of the numbers coming in. Uh, So far, about 43% of the vote. There are 40 delegates at stake in Iowa. It's proportional. But boy, he handily takes this away. What does it say to you about the state of this race? And is it time for some of the others to bow out? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. So far, here are the latest numbers. Again, with 43% of the vote in, Trump gets 52.8%. Ron DeSantis does better than expected so far. Uh, 20%. Haley, 18.7%. And Vivek Ramaswamy, 7.7%. This is the first contest of the presidential election season where voters get to cast their votes going towards the GOP nomination. This is an enormous night because it kicks off the presidential election season with the first votes actually being cast. Iowa caucuses always leads the way on the GOP side. And tonight, within minutes, President Trump has handily won and beaten the competition. It is a historic victory, a historic blowout. We're waiting to see at this moment how far ahead he will be ultimately. He's hoping he can be over 50 percent because, boy, is that a mandate. He also is hoping, and it looks like this will clearly happen, where it will be at least 13% or more compared to the competition. That would make it the biggest victory when there has been more than one candidate and not an incumbent in modern history. So this would not only be an enormous victory for President Trump and certainly sends a wind in his sails as he continues the nomination But it also sends a very strong message to the others that number two and three are far, far behind. Is it time for the rest of the field to consolidate and go behind President Trump and take the fight to President Biden? You look at some of the numbers. President Biden just had his worst poll numbers ever coming out just a little bit ago. 33% approval rating. Even lower numbers when voters are asked about how he's doing on the economy and even lower numbers when they're asked what do they think of how he's handling the border. So there are huge issues at stake. And tonight, the people of Iowa 
saying resoundingly that they believe former President Trump needs to be back at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue to finish the job and to change things dramatically in this country. Um, Responses coming in just in the last few minutes. Uh, Ben Carson, who John Katsimatidis and I spoke to earlier tonight on Katz and Cosby on WABC at 5 o'clock, Ben Carson now saying, quote, Congrats to my good friend, real Donald Trump, on a swift and decisive victory in Iowa tonight. And he says, quote, it's time for the rest of the field to rally around President Trump and focus our efforts on beating Joe Biden or who else, the Dem, whoever else the Dems try to sneak in at the last minute in November. He says, quote, the future of the nation is at stake and Donald Trump is the man for the job. And again, uh, there's word tonight, too. We're seeing a lot of different reports out there that Dr. Ben Carson and one or two others are in the final run-up as potential VP candidates for President Donald Trump. So what is your reaction tonight? What a fast, enormous victory this was for President Donald Trump. Where do you think the race goes from here? And what do you think of these rumors of Dr. Ben Carson as a potential VP? We're also hearing Kirsty Nome, of course, the governor of South Dakota, and a few other names in there as well. But that is a very interesting choice. And boy, what a great life story he has as well. Well, earlier tonight, we heard also from Congressman Jim Jordan, of course, who has been taking the fight to the Biden family And he says Trump is the warrior that America needs right now. Take a listen. Here is Congressman Jim Jordan. The outsider who's shaken that town up and and done things that he told the American people he was going to do is President Trump. That's the guy we need back in there. I I said today at the rally, I said, you know, think of the comparison in four years. We, We literally went from a secure border to no border. We went from safe streets to record levels of crime. We went from $2 gas to $3, $4, $5 gas. And maybe most importantly, we went from stable prices to record inflation. And I haven't even gotten into foreign policy, where we had in President Trump someone who projected strength and was respected around the world to Joe Biden and and Russia in Ukraine, Hamas and Hezbollah attacking our best friend, the state of Israel. And of course, what China's I mean, so that that is what this is about. Elections are about a contrast and a comparison and about which side you're going to be. I think it's clear President Trump is the right guy for the job because he did such a great job when he was there before. And if you could have seen some of the other media, uh, some of the mainstream progressive media, if you will, it looked like they were in a morgue tonight when they suddenly had to declare that President Trump won so quickly and so dominating in his fashion. Uh, We saw a number of people on MSNBC saying, oh, this is all about fascism. Can't you just say that maybe America liked the way things were going under President Trump? It wasn't perfect. But boy, look at the economy, look at the border, uh, look at the fact that there were no wars at that time, no new wars, and look at where the world is today. It is a mess in so many ways. But yet, if you listen to folks on the left, they say, oh, no, uh, this is a sign of fascism, they were calling it. This is authoritarianism. That's what they're calling it tonight, as opposed to saying maybe this is a president who cared about protecting America. Meantime, here is Governor Pritzker of Illinois. He's in Iowa. And this is what 
he said before the victory was declared. The American people have a very clear choice this coming November. No matter which version of the Trump MAGA agenda wins tonight, original, heels, or boots, the platform they are fighting for will cause irreparable harm to this country. As if what we have seen in the last three years is not irreparable harm. You could contend that an open border with about 10 million people coming through and barely any of them vetted, that could be irreparable harm. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. We are also waiting to hear from President Trump. He's expected to give a victory speech in Iowa tonight. As soon as that happens, we're going to bring that to you live uh, so you can hear it right here on the Rita Cosby Show. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.